Welcome to the Offrate the Consciousness Transforming Podcast for Exceptional 21st Century Living. Hey guys, we are in week two of four weeks of Reiki, uh, showcasing some of the Reiki masters that are participating at the Wisdom of Reiki Conference and Immersion for Reiki Practitioners. And that's going to be held at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. And that's from September 23rd to the 25th of 2020. Uh, we are going to have seven presenters, and that is going to be William Lee Rand, Stacey Gibbons, Brett Bevel, Raven Keys, Michelle E. Dennis, Helene Williams, and me, Monique Chapman. And today we're going to be speaking with Brett Bevel. He's kind of the coordinator of this and he's put it together. And he's going to talk about what he's presenting, of course, and the conference itself. So welcome, Brett. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. Always love to be on your show, Monique. Thank you. Well, thank you. And I'm so glad you love to be on the show. So tell us what's going on with the Wisdom of Reiki Conference. Yeah, so the Wisdom of Reiki Conference is an annual conference that we've been having at Omega Institute. I think the first one we had was in 2018, I believe. And um, this year, I'm very excited. Well, I'm very excited that you're going to be part of it. And we also have, you know, a number of other just beautiful Reiki masters who are bringing their own unique knowledge and wisdom. Uh, The conference, again, is always a lovely event held on the beautiful, amazing campus at Omega Institute. Uh, very healing vibration there just to begin with. And mm-hmm. what I see is the vision of the conference is that we're, it's a time together for people who, who, who maybe from different Reiki paths or different Reiki schools to come together, to share knowledge, to really um, honor the, the different perspectives and also learn from the different perspectives. Because, uh, you know, one thing that I'm, I'm actually really excited about is that, um, William Rand presented the last couple of years at, at the Wisdom of Reiki conference, and he'll be back again this year. And by him presenting there, it, it, it ignited in me a real interest in his holy fire Reiki work that he does. And um, I'm actually going to be take, taking that uh, from him later this year, just because it, it's always been so interesting each time he presents at the conference. So, um, so he will be there. Uh, Stacy Gibbons will be doing some work with shamanic Reiki there. Um, You'll be de- there doing some deepening into intuition with Reiki and also uh, Helene Williams, who's an amazing uh, Reiki healer, is really wonderful at, at leading Reiki clinics and mm-hmm. how to build community through Reiki. Uh, my good friend, Michelle Denis, uh, is a wonderful, wonderful Reiki master who created the, um, the West Coast Reiki Center in Vancouver, Canada, in Vancouver, BC. And she does this really beautiful technique with bringing in marma points. So marma points, you can kind of think of that like the, the acu points, acupressure points, but instead of Chinese medicine, it's more Ayurvedic. And oh. so she, she brings in this technique where you bring Reiki directly into those marma points. And I've experienced with that her before in person, and it's really just mind blowing how it really amplifies the intensity of a Reiki session when you do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll have Raven Keys there as well. She's going to be talking about her work with, with Reiki, literally in the operating rooms and Mm -hmm. and the medical Reiki work that she teaches. And then I'll be, I'll be offering the work that I do with what I call psychic Reiki, which uh, everyone will get empowered to what's called a Reiki crystal, which is not a physical crystal, but it's an energetic crystal that exists in front of the center of your heart chakra. And that, that work is based on um, my book, psychic Reiki, which was based on a, a mystical experience I had in 2007 that involved the, the spirit of Mikawa Sui, who is really the founder of Reiki. 
And in that experience, I felt a ball of white light come into the area of my heart chakra. Mm -hmm. And initially, I didn't understand what that was, other than it was a very powerful mystical experience. But uh, over a period of weeks after that experience, I began to realize that that ball of light was more than just a ball of light, that it was literally an energetic crystal made out of the light of Reiki that was then sitting in front of my heart chakra, and that I could communicate with that Reiki crystal psychically. So I could Mm -hmm. talk to it with my mind. And by simply talking to it, uh, I could ask it to do things with Reiki that traditionally were beyond what is traditionally considered possible with Reiki. So it could create not only send Reiki treatments to people, but could also um, give shape to the energy. So often we think Mm -hmm. of Reiki flowing as a wave, as a constant flow of energy. But with this technique, you can, with the Reiki crystal, like shape the energy into like a pyramid, right? Mm -hmm. To intensify the energy, or you can create what I call Reiki lasers, which are like two, like little beams of light between any two points in time and space made out of Reiki that are very intense. And then you're, you can work with your Reiki crystal to place those in different organs or organ systems, or literally even through timelines to do a deep clearing. So mm-hmm. it's a very user-friendly technique, but it's also a very powerful technique. And I always like to share that at the Reiki conference where I literally empower everybody who attends to their own Reiki crystal. And they then have that for the rest of their lives. And then I learned, I show them how to do a treatment on themselves. And then we do group healings on each other and on everyone in the room. And it really is a beautiful, beautiful part of the weekend. uh, Or at least I believe so. Well, I know in my heart that it's going to be an outstanding weekend and everybody in the whole tri-state area back there is going to feel the energy of Reiki. Now, this is um, an immersion for Reiki practitioners. What if you're not a practitioner and you're interested? Would you receive great value from this conference? Yeah, you could. So even though it is geared more, more towards Reiki practitioners, even if somebody's just curious about Reiki and you've never had a Reiki training, you could still get a lot of benefit out of coming to the weekend. First of all, you would mm-hmm. still get empowered to the psychic Reiki work that I do. And you would learn mm-hmm. how to access Reiki through that. You would also experience a beautiful uh, Holy Fire Reiki healing from William Rand. You would also learn a lot about the history of Reiki. And in, in uh, William's keynote, he always talks a lot about the history of Reiki. And even though he's given that keynote a few times, every time I hear him, there's always new information there because he's always researching. He's always looking into the history. He's always studying different texts. And so there's always nuggets of new wisdom that are there. So for somebody who's new, you're going to get empowered to psychic Reiki. You're going to receive a Reiki, uh, a Holy fire Reiki healing. You're going to mm-hmm. learn a lot about the history of Reiki. You're going to experience a beautiful Reiki clinic with Helene Williams. You're going to learn about shamanic Reiki from Stacy Gibbons. You'll learn how to deepen uh, your intuition through Reiki, through the, the presentation that you're going to give Monique. And you'll also learn about um, medical Reiki and Reiki, how it's going to happen and how it is happening present day in hospitals and all across the country. So there's a lot of wonderful, wonderful things to learn for a person who may be just as interested and curious about Reiki, but not yet initiated into Reiki. Okay, now there's going to be one-on-one, well, I should say one-on-audience presentations. Every presenter is going to have their presentation, but there's also a panel discussion. Tell us about the panel. Yeah, so the panel discussion is always very, very lively, I feel, because um, it's a time for the audience to ask questions of any any member of the, the, the weekend faculty. Um, mm-hmm. And it's also a time for, for the faculty to also 
question each other. So if, if somebody, um, you know, has a difference of opinion, you can have the, you know, the faculty there discussing the different angles on their beliefs around a particular issue in Reiki. And mm -hmm. I always find it a very uh, lovely part of part of the evening. And also it's a time where sometimes the audience questions really bring forth very thought-provoking answers by the by the faculty too. And it kind of takes us on an unscripted journey, you know, because most of the most of the weekend is very scripted. We know who's going to do what. But during mm -hmm. the, the the faculty panel discussion, you know, when those questions come in from the audience, we never know what somebody's going to ask or what the answer right. to that might be or how that might spark a conversation between uh, one or more faculty member on the panel. So it's a really lovely part of the event. Uh huh. Well, great. I am so glad that we're going to have that panel and plus the one-on-one -on -one presentations. Um, tell us a bit about Omega Institute itself. I know that you've been there for years and with you being there for years, you are very familiar with it. I've heard about it every time I interview someone who has uh, been affiliated with the Omega Institute. It's like it raises the energy exponentially. So tell us about the Institute itself. Yeah, so the Institute itself, uh, Omega Institute, was founded in 1977 uh, by Stefan Rechtschaffen and Elizabeth Lesser. Uh, the idea was from uh, their Sufi master, Purvalaya Pir Anayat Khan, who had this idea of, um, of people basically giving presentations in a variety of different um, modalities. He mm -hmm. kind of used he kind of used the analogy of the the ancient libraries of Alexandria, where there was all this wisdom that was contained in those libraries, and how we needed to kind of recreate that today, where you know we can bring that wisdom together all in one place. And so Omega holds the intention that it's that place where all these different wonderful traditions can come together. And what I love about that is that when you're on the Omega campus, there's the beautiful. Uh, campus, the healing vibrations of the campus, because over 40 years of deep healing work, you can really feel that in the land there. Uh -huh. Another really wonderful thing that I love about being at Omega is that when you're there, so the Reiki conference is going on, but there's also other things that will be happening that same weekend. And you can kind of feel that energy as you're on the land. You can feel that, okay, we're in this one room doing our Reiki conference, but in another classroom, there's going to be a, a yoga training happening, or uh -huh. maybe there's some, uh, you know, shamanic work happening. And so when you're in the dining hall and you're having conversations with other guests and other students from these various different trainings, it just takes people up to a whole other level of consciousness, I believe, because we're all going deep and deep into our own studies so that um, it's that interplay between uh, you know, what one person is learning in one workshop and what one person is learning in another workshop and how those conversations happen in our, in our dining hall or in the cafe. Mm -hmm. And I, for me, that's a really beautiful part of, of Omega is that it's not just a single focus of one tradition. It's many traditions that are sharing space and kind of sharing that, that common good in a beautiful healing uh, atmosphere of Omega and it just takes everything up to a whole other level. I think it makes the Reiki conference deeper because it is yeah. held at Omega, you know? Well, while you're talking, I got like-minded souls that are healing, you know, the earth. And it always starts with one person at a time to heal the earth. Now, someone's interested, they want to sign up. Of course, they go to Omega. What is it? Eomega.org? Yeah, www.eomega.org. 
And then tell us about the accommodations. How quickly does one need to secure them? And if you're booked at Omega, what are the alternatives for uh, staying there? So if if we were booked, you could certainly, you know, uh, there are Airbnbs in the area. There's also hotels in the Rhinebeck area. And some people might even want to stay in Poughkeepsie or Kingston, (laughs) all within a, you know, not not too far of a drive from Omega Institute. And um, the accommodations that are at Omega, they're various styles, depending on what what suits you. For some people who want more of a a natural vibe and want to camp, we have camping sites. For some Mm -hmm. people who want more of a communal experience that's indoors, we do have dorms. But when I say dorms, those are individual private bedrooms within a larger unit that has shared uh, shower toilet facilities. So you would still have Mm -hmm. your own private bedroom but you'd be sharing space when you're, uh, you know, brushing your teeth in the morning, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And then we also have, you know, higher levels of housing. There's our, our uh, B level housing, which um, has a, a bit more privacy than the dorms. And then there's the A level housing, which is more, our more deluxe uh, options. And those can all be seen on the Omega website. If you go to the Omega website and you, I think, uh, click on accommodations or whatever, you can actually mm-hmm. see what the different accommodations look like there. And again, you're not required to stay on campus, but um, it is really lovely to stay on campus. And, you know, I, I, when I teach, even though I live locally, when I teach there, I always like to stay on campus because, again, there's just something very healing about the land and you're uh-huh. sleeping in that vibration. You wake up, you walk up to breakfast. And another thing that, that many people don't know about, too, is at Omega, we have what are called daily open classes. So that regardless of what workshop a person might be taking at Omega, every morning at 7 a.m., they can take either a yoga class, a meditation class, or a Tai Chi class. Again, at 5.30 p.m., if you want to take another yoga class or another meditation class or another Tai Chi class, again, you're not required to, but many people Mm -hmm. find that that kind of extra uh, care that we're giving to your experience. So, you know, you're in the classroom all day, you're doing deep work. But then you're having some time around that before and after the class to move and shake your body or to go deeper into meditation. And we find that it really helps support the work that happens at Omega. We Uh often we often find that many faculty will will say to us that their workshops go deeper when they happen at Omega, that their students seem to go to a deeper place when the workshop happens at Omega. So I think that's part of the reason for that. Okay, well, I can definitely attest to the energy of that part of New York State being very um, open and conductive for healing. I'm from a small town right outside of Albany, Gilderland, and that whole area, you know, it's just like been waiting for us. Okay, it's just been waiting. Now, folks, if you want to fly in, I think, and you know, Red can give you other information, but I think Albany Airport is probably the closest because uh, Rhinebeck is about an hour south, just a little over an hour south of Albany. And um, it's a it's a beautiful area. And end of September, you know, we're not going to see a whole lot of foliage, but we'll see some. And that itself is very healing. Now, Brett, if you have a child, say 12 and up, and they want to come, is the tuition the same? The tuition is is the same um, mm-hmm. for, for children, um, I believe. I, I'm not aware of a, a discount for children. Okay. And, um, I wish I knew more about that, but I, I believe that it's the same. And, um, you know, we do have a lot of, uh, a lot of beautiful 
workshops that happen each year. And I, I do think sometimes children do attend. So certainly explore that if you have a child. Um, okay. We welcome we welcome children. Yes. And, um, you know, folks, this is, would be a weekend. I'm going to call it an opportunity of a lifetime weekend where you can present yourself to be open to the healing energy that's available for us right now and get away from all the stuff that's on the news and going on in the world. And as you are doing that, you will be able to assist one person at a time in healing the world. So please, please, please join us because it's going to be a great, great weekend. Um, Brett, um, why don't you give out your website so people can check you out if they want? Sure, please. Um, my website is basically my name. So Brett Bevel, that's B-R-E-T-T-B-E-V-E-L-L.com. And um, you can certainly please check out my offerings. And uh, um, if you want to reach out to me personally, there's also a contact the author button. If you have more questions, whether it's related to the Reiki conference or anything else, please. I try to be pretty prompt in replying to people when I get those emails. Folks, he's prompt. <laughs> okay, he's very prompt. I can click send and before I can get up, the answer is right there. So, you know, do explore that. Well, Brett, our time is almost up. What uh, words of wisdom would you have for our audience today? Um, just know that you're that you're made of light. You you are you are light, and that being brilliant is your birthright. So Ooh, do whatever like you need that. to do to allow that light to shine. Okay, I absolutely like that. Well, Brett, thank you so much for your time. I truly appreciate it. And you're a great friend of the show. And I do appreciate that also. And to the audience, you know, if Reiki is something that you're considering, or you are a Reiki practitioner master, and you want to connect with like minded soul, please join us. It's going to be a great weekend. And for everybody, please remember that the most important choice that you can make is what you choose to make important. Consider making the masterful choice of standing in your brilliance. Up with the blessings, light, and love to all. Agape.